Hey, what's up, guys? And welcome into another Last of Us podcast. What we just saw was episode seven. It is done and dusted. We will give you our thoughts and a full breakdown, all the way deep analysis coming at you. That sounded cringy, but I'm going with it anyway. Bohan, how are you, my friend? I'm here. That's what I'm talking about. I could ask for nothing less. So I'm going to throw out the spoiler warning here for all of you guys. Um, If you haven't seen the episode yet, we're going to go straight into spoilers right off the bat. So uh, go ahead and watch it. Come back and we'll break it down for you and have some fun. All right. So I'm going to take first on this one. I I don't remember our order. I never do. Um, But I'm going to give my general thoughts before we kind of break it down scene by scene throughout the episode. So first off, this is another strange episode for The Last of Us. Um, I have never actually played the DLC for the original Last of Us. I think that's where all this comes in. I think this is from the DLC in the video game. Uh, That's what I've been told. So I really didn't know anything for the most part about this except a very general overall story. So I have no real idea how close this was to the video game or not. But Either way, this this was quite a departure and an interesting place for them to place this. Because um, obviously, if it's DLC in the video game, it's going to happen uh, for, for the player after the entire story is over. So for them to insert it here is kind of interesting because in the video game, this is one point, like a couple points in the story where it just it kind of skips over a long period of time in the video game because... Joel is out of it for who knows how long in the video game, but it's, it's an interesting time to kind of give us some more background on Ellie and stuff. Cause we got background on Joel. We know his past heartbreak, but we don't know any of Ellie's past heartbreak really. Uh, so this kind of gives us that in on some of that, but um, this feels like an episode kind of like the Bill and Frank episode where I'm, where I'm thinking, I don't know where this really fits or how well this is actually going to be when the whole thing's said and done. But like we've kind of mentioned, the Bill and Frank episodes have kind of made more sense as we've seen more of The Last of Us. So I wonder if that's where this is going to go. But also, um, uh, they're running out of time. There's not a lot of episodes left. And this was the same problem we had with the Bill and Frank episode. We're like, do they really have time to be spending episodes doing this other kind of stuff because there's some ma- major things that are supposed to happen in the plot and they only have a couple episodes left unless they're not planning on finishing the first video game in the first season which is kind of what you would have expected so yeah i was pretty surprised to see this i know the trailer for this episode kind of gives away what they're generally trying to do but otherwise i never would have seen this coming um that they decided to do this for another entire episode uh basically a flashback i i don't know i feel like right now it's another good story like bill and frank it was a good story it's really well acted really well done like pretty much everything in this series has been but story-wise i do wonder like are they going to glaze over big parts of the video game um because that's what i'm starting to get the feel that they're just gonna just kind of glaze over a really big part of the story uh, cause they only have a couple episodes left. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure how to feel as far as that's concerned. I mean, it's, it's a well done episode. It's well put together, but I don't know. At times it was a little bit boring for me. There was, they were kind of slow and getting there. Um, but I came to respect episode three more over time. So I don't want to like totally trash it. But for me, this is probably the worst episode, I guess it's still good. It's still good because it's a good show, but kind of, kind of would like to see the story moving forward right now. I don't really want to jump back in time again. But I, you know, I got like I said, I feel like I'll have to reanalyze when we get to when we get more episodes and get to the end of the season before I really can tell. So I feel like that's my general thoughts about this episode. And what say you, Mister Bohan? Yeah, I was extremely bored during this episode. This was a very boring episode. Uh, slow. Does that necessarily mean it's bad? No, not really. 
um but i was very thoroughly bored uh so the things that i did like about this i i really liked the set design i liked the set design for the mall i thought that was really cool uh it's very comparable to modern malls today and that's without an apocalypse because you pretty much walk into you know a mall in the modern day and it looks exactly like that they're what? they're very yeah. on point with the set design like it's the yeah. malls are all abandoned there's old vegetation growing in them just just like today's malls you know what yeah. i mean old vegetation growing in the malls <laughs> is that what you're trying to say so, or... right right yeah like it's yeah. it's it's like the malls of modern america it, it's <laughs> they they hit abandoned. it right on the nose <laughs> I, at first i was wondering i was like are they actually using a real mall for this or did they make this like into a set um overall i, I really like that though there was there's some nostalgia with malls and it very was, much it was, so it was a really cool design and seeing them well, kind of the do apocalypse stuff that, like well i was just gonna say if the apocalypse happened in 2003 they did they obviously showed like what it would have looked like in 2003 a mall which is right kind of feels like when malls started to die was around that time uh early 2000s malls started to kind of fall off and now they're they did, and practically extinct 2008 recession really yeah. did a big number on malls but anyways so that's it, enough a lot of nostalgia economics. in that yeah um but yeah I, I i was actually wondering did they are they using like an old mall for this because that would be kind of cool but it, I, oh, I think they actually just used a set design I don't know how um, they would have done that. I kind of, I, I didn't know Ellie's backstory at all, but they kind of told us little bits and pieces of it throughout the show. So I don't know if this whole flashback thing was really this necessary, especially for this long of a flashback. I kind of got the general idea that, oh, she had a friend and they broke into a mall together. They had some fun. There was a fungus gamer bro in there and he just, he, he bit them. And of course, Ellie is immune, so she lives. I don't like how they ended that, though. If you're going to show yeah, us that either. whole flashback, show us exactly what happens. Don't just leave it as they're just there holding hands. Like, what do they do? Do they wait it out? Does um, her friend blow her brains out? Does Ellie blow her brains out? Like, what, what happens there? Like, if you're going to yeah. show that whole thing, uh, are you just leaving it to the imagination? Like, what? There's also was... a question of are they going to show the ending in the next episode? Because I don't really want that right, either. There, there is, like, and maybe that, that's kind of weird too. Maybe I shouldn't completely like shit on this, but as of right now, as of just seeing this episode, I thought that was really lame. You show us this whole entire flashback, but you don't show us the resolution of it, and, and maybe they will show it in the future. Uh, I I don't know. I I don't know. I don't feel like. I don't feel like that's a very good idea to spend more time in flashbacks whenever there are two episodes left of the season. I think that's kind of redundant, but yeah. I mean, well, I mean, and we felt the same way after episode three. We're like, this is a we great did. story, but couldn't it have been told in like a lot less time? We did. And then once, once I saw the episode with Henry and Sam, I was like, wow, this is a very interesting like contrast so maybe maybe something like that will happen in like the next episode or the episode after to where it kind of pulls yeah. it together a little more i don't know but overall seeing this episode just as it is without seeing any of the last two episodes of the season it was a very boring episode especially comparatively speaking with what it's been showing so far and yeah i, I just don't I don't really get why they're spending so much time on a flashback and showing every minute detail. Um, I, I I don't know. I don't know if they like, like I want to see more happening in the present day. Like the spending a whole episode on a flashback just seems strange to me, but they've definitely, this is definitely what they like to do. I mean, they've done it. Um, I mean, you could argue that the first episode is, it's not really a flashback because at that point in the episode, that is the beginning. We don't really, it doesn't this really show, count as a flashback, but kind of is. This show is a good show, but it's structured very odd. It is. It's, it does have a very strange structure. Um, and it does show random scenes from before the apocalypse. Because and, the, and I really like those scenes. I feel like this episode should have been earlier in the season. Maybe mm -hmm. I'm just 
misplacing it completely, but I, I feel like it, it should have been place. earlier yeah. in the season. And I kind of get what they were trying to do with this flashback because Joel was basically, you know, telling her, hey, leave, go, go meet uh, Tommy and, you know, finish what you got to do. And as Ellie goes to leave, it's like she's thinking about this flashback and thinking back to how her and her friend never left each other, I guess. See, that's it was so I, weird. We assume, that, yeah. Right. And, you know, she, she wants to spend, if, if these are Joel's last minutes or last seconds or last whatever, she wants to spend them with Joel. But mm-hmm. I feel like that's... I feel like that's a bit of a stretch. I don't know. Maybe this maybe this will all come together in the last two episodes and I'll be like, wow, I'm an idiot for thinking that episode seven was weird or bad or boring. Well, not bad. Yeah. Just boring. I, yeah, that's why I don't want to like incriminate like this episode definitively sucks. Like, I don't want to say it. For one, I don't think it really does suck anyway. Comparatively kind of sucks. Like compared to what we've seen so far that have been so great i'm not gonna say that it sucks i I am gonna say that it doesn't suck i I think it's more of it's just like odd placement and i feel like we i'm putting some trust in the creators on this that this will work itself out like the bill and frank episode kind of did over time and it makes more and more sense why it happened but even still i still feel like the bill and frank episode was odd to be as long as it was and spend so much time doing what they did and I kind of feel that way about this one too. But again, it may come together very beautifully in the end and it'll make perfect sense what they were doing. So I don't want to just totally shit on it by itself. But yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that that that's kind of where I feel like right now I, I feel a little disappointed. But after seeing how episode three came about, I'm like, okay, I'll give this some time. I agree with you though. I don't like how it ended it's like we don't know what happened i mean, obviously there's assumptions that can be made but i want to know what actually happened there right like, i want to know what happened too like why did like, you i'm show pretty sure i'm pretty sure in the episode. video game they actually show her turn i think but the, i'm not going to make a claim on the video game because I, I didn't play the i didn't play the dlc so i have no idea because how story actually resolves. earlier earlier in the show ellie says that she has killed somebody so i'm that's assuming that's her mm-hmm and maybe that's why they don't want to show it because we're already supposed to know it. But I still want to see it just because, like, you just showed us this entire flashback. Like, finish, finish it. it. Finish like, it. Green Goblin <laughs> bursting through the wall, Aunt May praying, finish it. Finish it. Finish it. Finish it. And it didn't. Oh. See, I, I think even if they finish it in the next episode, I still feel like that's kind of a downer. Like, I wanted that finished in this episode. I don't want it, like... Why would you start the next episode with it or end the next episode with it? Right. Or maybe so, maybe they have some really weird artistic approach where they want to show the ending of this episode at the very end and it'll somehow tie it all together beautifully. Maybe that's what they're working on or maybe they just want to leave it up to they have they have tried to uh and I would say up to this point so far they have successfully done it. They've they've shown some artistic uh they I don't have. know the word I'm looking for, but they, they uh, are being very artistic with this show. Artistic, and they're doing it well. Fortitude, yeah. Uh, it's it's been a brilliant show so far, so I'm putting a little bit of trust in the in the creators that this is going to come together very nicely uh, overall. Oh. Um, so I think this is a good time to jump into the, you know, scene by scene, break it down say whatever comes to mind i took some notes wrote some stuff so i've started to do to try and keep myself on task so i don't fly off somewhere in this pod um so at the very very beginning we pick off where we pick up where we left on the last episode and joel is dying he is not doing very well um but he's obviously not dead (laughs) but he's really really not looking good and ellie uh and like you said, Joel tells Ellie to go to Tommy and feels pretty obvious that she's not going to do that at this point. But also, we, we did talk last episode how we wonder if they go back to the university. I didn't think they would based on what I knew about the video game. But and I guess as confirmed, it doesn't appear that she did or anything like that. So at least for now, that appears uh, like the university I like I guess, that would... is done. I just feel like that would be a uh, good spot to get some sort of 
excuse me, medication. Yeah, like I said in the video game, it makes perfect sense why they don't go back because it's not just a couple bandits; it's like overrun with bandits. Yeah, so you couldn't like five do dudes it. But now it's, it's I think it was three dudes, and one of them died. So oh, it's like it was two three. dudes there. It's like I know it's just Ellie by herself, so obviously taking on two dudes is not exactly <laughs> you know easy to do. But it's a big universe. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't underestimate Ellie that much. Well, we haven't gotten to see see her go hog wild murdering people yet. Not I yet. mean, we haven't, but I still just just from seeing her character throughout the show, I would not underestimate her. By the way, did not go to the university. Um, so she's trying to take care of Joel, and this entire flashback begins. I was really confused when this started because she's running in gym class here, and I'm like gym class i was i was thinking like ellie was born after the infection started so how the fuck was she ever in gym class i'm like i like I, it gives us it's kind of neat because i don't know if this is in the video game again this might be in the dlc but otherwise we never get to see in the video game um what like a school was like after the infection like you kind of heard about them i didn't think it would look honestly as good as it did i thought it would be like just complete dog shit like they're playing with dirt but I mean, they're it looks kind of legit. Well, this like, is like a legitimate military school. school. Yeah, federal military school, basically. She's got a bully girl. Mentions someone named Riley, which we'll obviously find out find later. And not surprisingly, Ellie is a. I don't know if I'd say she's a troublemaker, but she doesn't take any shit. And she, I guess you could say she's a troublemaker because what happened with uh, whatever that girl's name was has apparently happened multiple Bethany. times. Bethany. So Ellie's been kicking ass a lot. So that didn't just start with Joel, but not surprisingly, Ellie's just kind of got that same not going to take any shit kind of attitude. I did like her conversation with Captain Kwong. I thought that was actually kind of yeah. cool. I like how he talked to her and stuff. And also, and I, I always like when they humanize the people that are kind of the bad dudes in this yeah that's what i was getting ready to say i really liked that they they didn't necessarily show this captain as a bad guy because like i thought he had a very nice civil discussion with ellie like he's like all right so i've already put you in the hole like three times it's obviously not working so i'm just gonna sit here and i'm just gonna have a talk with you i tell you the truth that's what you told you have two paths here one path is you basically scoop up poop you eat poop poop is going to rain from the sky on you and your life is just going to be poop or you can get an officer job and you can (laughs) not eat poop and you can have a roof over your head whenever poop is raining from the sky and your life will not be poop um yeah that's pretty much all there is to it that's 100 what he he said he like uses these was he using the mug as part of this analogy because he had keys too yeah, it was like you were saying the mug was one choice, which was the like, bad choice. This is the mug, which is was not going to be you're going to be trapped in this mug and you're going to drown in shit or you can take these keys and you can be more successful and not drown in shit. Yeah, I, that was a weird was moving the mug around. I don't actually know why he did that. Maybe I just I don't know. Maybe I was like, all I'm, right, I'm sure there's something to that that we totally. Missed, but basically, but I, I you either get a really. It. You either get a really bad position and you work under people like Bethany or you mm-hmm. become an officer and you tell Bethany what to do. Yeah. And I, I like that. It was super honest. He it, like, was a very, told... it was a very civil conversation. He wasn't an ass about it. Like he wasn't like no. talking down to her. He was just having a normal civilized conversation with her and showing her the reality of things. There was nothing mean, rude or downgrading about it. He was just like, listen, like you have the potential to lead you you have lots You're of really potential, smart. and I I don't really want to see you wasted away. I mean, yeah. that, that's pretty much what he told her. It was mm-hmm. it wasn't like he was like you know, he pulled a whip out from under his desk and gave her twenty lashings and was like, all right, go sit in the hole and eat my. <laughs> it may have shit been what he my piss. <laughs> I mean, it's. Have... <laughs> gonna say it might be what he did. No, I don't know about this. I don't think piss. He, I don't see him doing that. But he, he, she he wasn't probably, a whole. Yeah. So, I mean, there was some very aggressive punishment. I don't know about drinking piss, but. But that also yeah. goes to show that Ellie 
Ellie has very strong willpower because a lot of people don't do well in something that is unless their hole is just not what we know as a hole. Because from what I understand, the hole is this dark pit of a room yeah. that you sit in with nothing to do, and that's all you do. And sometimes torture. drives people absolutely insane because all you see is dark. You hear nothing. You you have nothing to do. There's no stimuli. It's just you sit there and you think about what you are, which is one of the worst possible things that you could do. So she has very strong <laughs> willpower, very strong fortitude. Yeah. That it just doesn't seem to affect her. That says a lot about her character. Yeah, I, I I enjoy that Ellie didn't really have this major character progression in, in some ways. I, I know she has, but I'm saying like she wasn't like a completely different girl or something. And she's very much the Ellie that we see today. Uh, so we see Ellie in her room. Riley comes in through the window. Um, they have a conversation. Riley says that she's going to have the greatest night of her life. Well, let's so talk they... about the it's just a prank bro moment. Like. What the hell was that? Is that just oh like, yeah? It's a humor. What the? Fuck? I was like, why is she like, attacking she like, her? She like breaks in through the window, has like a chloroform rag, puts it over Ellie's face while she's sleeping, and is like trying to strangle her. And like, it looked like she was trying to strangle her. Ellie like... ends up like pushing her off and knocking her on the ground, and uh, Ellie pulls out her knife on uh, what's her name? I can't. Riley. Remember pulls her knife out on Riley and Riley's like, it's just a prank, bro. I thought it would be funny. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like Riley's character is, you just have a weird sense of humor. Riley's character is odd for a while. Like I kind of like her by the end, but I didn't really like her character for a while. I'm like, this is a weird, strange character that I don't really understand. She kind of comes around for me eventually. Like, is this, is this what you kids do? Like, is this how you play pranks on each other? And it's the apocalypse. Apocalyptic world. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I guess that's a good way of always keeping your friend's guard up. But it's also a good way to but have your friend stab you in the throat. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't guess. really understand why you would do that. Yeah, I forgot about that. That was bizarre. I'm like, what a weird introduction to this character. It's like, okay, so Riley's a bit out there. Um, So they go outside. They almost get caught by Fedra instantly. Immediately. <laughs> Yeah, which I wasn't too surprised with. I was like, Fedra's not that dumb, are they? I'm pretty sure they'll probably find him at some point. Although, to be fair, after that, we never see any Fedra security. Well, they, again. they do jump from rooftop to rooftop after that. So, yeah, I guess but, that's um, So they come upon this dead body, <laughs> which was interesting. Um, Guy basically killed himself, but he's got a bunch of alcohol there. I was wondering if he was starting to become fungus broad, but well, that's I, what I, I was wondering too. Because it looked works. like there was a uh, there was a cordyceps coming out of his nose. That's like, what I thought. His nostrils. Yeah, I don't know if if I just was imagining that or I actually saw. T- I thought there might have been some yeah, tentacles thought, coming out of his mouth. Yeah. Well, I thought I saw one coming out of one of his nostrils. I didn't see any in the mouth, but it looked like there both. was one in the nostril. I. I don't know. He he was... fell through the floor, which it was funny because I legitimately laughed at that. And then Ellie started laughing. And then Riley's like, you have a fucked up sense of humor. And I was like, eh, yeah, yeah, you you and Ellie, <laughs> you two would get along great. And uh, they steal the alcohol and start getting drunk, which I found pretty funny. While jumping from rooftop to rooftop. <laughs> I was thinking that I'm like, boy, there's to so many different again. to be. Again. I remember frolicking on the rooftops Same. while drinking. <laughs> And I try to avoid up, security guards. I remember waking up on a Saturday morning, <laughs> pouring some whiskey in my cereal. Take a swig. And then take a swig of it and climbing up on my roof and just jumping from one roof to the other after watching Nothing my like. Saturday morning cartoons. Whiskey lucky charms. Whiskey charms. Those are, those are the good days. Can't do that no anymore, man. Nope. But interesting to see underage drinking. <laughs> that was... <laughs> it just... I, I like how it wasn't even like a question of whether because obviously I, I think it's an interesting um comparison, of course, with how life is outside of the apocalypse. It's like, oh no, we can't we can't be doing drinking at our age. This is horrifying. But once all that's stripped away, it's like pff, fuck it. You know, right. you know what I mean? It's like I, I like that kind of interesting comparison because they don't even remotely question whether they should do it or not. Because I feel like every single movie 
that involves kids and alcohol and being, you know, like breaking out and escaping and like, you know, getting away from their parents. Like, Hey, take some of this, man. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know if I should do that. And here it's just not even a second thought because this is yeah, the world. The next they thing, they're, they're boofing it together and having time yeah. in their life. Which I thought the alcohol might become more of a problem, but obviously I guess that that didn't actually matter for them. Like like they held their alcohol again. pretty good. They they really did. That they looked really like some did. hard shit. I'd have been fucking out. <laughs> I would have jumped oh, yeah, over the rooftop, as, broke my neck, I and died. Like, drank like you know my first couple of swigs. I would have been like, all right, here I go. I can fly, and then I would have just like landed on the street and died. Oh, what an anticlimactic. God, my last of us journey would be so awful. I would, it would be worse for me. It'd be more, I would like jump for the rooftop, miss, curb stomp myself by accident on the side of the rooftop and break my neck disgustingly. And then I can become a fungus bro. What a happy ending. I don't know if you if can I become a fungus bro from that. Well, well, I think as long as your brain's intact, you might be able to become a fungus bro. Actually, I have no idea how that works. Eh, never mind. I'd be dead. Okay. Enough of this. Yeah, you'd just be dead. I'd just be dead. Darn it. I was hoping to become a fungus bro. So they have conversations about fascists and the and the fireflies and stuff as they're kind of jumping between rooftops, which I thought was interesting. Oddly enough that Ellie's kind of defending the, the quote-unquote fascist in this situation or Fedra. That's all she knows, though. Yeah. But this is the classic conversation between the rebels slash terrorists and the fascist slash order, you know. But if you notice, as they're both kind of arguing their points, both sides end up kind of becoming the same in a way. There really isn't too much of a difference. And they both overall don't really like the sides that they've more or less chosen, but they did anyway. You know, it's kind of like they... They're both kind of convincing themselves of like, yeah, that that's fair. Or like, yeah, you're kind of right that this kind of sucks, but I'm still both, with it. Both sides are the both sides are in a way the same side of the coin. It's Yeah, two like, sides yeah, of the same they, coin. They may uh, they may think that their ways are better, but are they? Yeah. And they both they, mentioned they both that at some point. Ways. The whole idea like you don't well uh, Riley keeps saying to Ellie that she doesn't know everything, which is fair. But Ellie also says to Riley more or less the same thing. Like, do you really right. know what you're doing here? Like, do you really think they're not going to hurt people with right. the stuff that they're doing? It's true. And that's how it works. Everybody, there's some bad and good and everything. Um, so eventually they get to this mall. And Ellie brings up that the, that the mall was supposed to be sealed off because it's full of infected which obviously is not the case. This is the second time we've seen Fedro say that a place is filled with infected and there's no infected there. <laughs> so yeah, this is becoming I, a trend using fear. I feel fear. like Fedro just didn't want people to have fun. They're like, oh, the mall sounds like a fun place. We should probably just say that there's a bunch of fungus bros in there. That way no one goes in there. Yeah, it's really and fucked like, up. All the, like, and they probably have like parties and stuff in there. Like Fedro probably goes in there and plays in the arcade and stuff. And they're like, oh no, no one else can go in there. We're clearing out fungus burrows don't don't go in there that's yeah. that's for uh yeah. fedra people to go in and have fun i mean to clear that's out reminds me too much of real life because <laughs> i mean it's it was the same thing with the sewers like oh no uh-huh. you can't you can't have fun in the sewers that's only for us to have fun in i don't know if anybody had fun in the sewers i mean there were the, the little like kids play area down there but i don't think that was I mean, fedra looked like a good time to me <laughs> it was better than what they probably had above it was a start it was comic books down there um so anyway they go into the mall ellie's fascination with the escalator and she gets that moment where the whole mall like lights up like the nostalgia factor was pretty cool because like we it said cool. malls obviously are not what they used to be if they're even around at all um it's funny because my brother, when he watched Stranger Things season three, and it was all about the mall in the eighties and stuff, right. he got tons of eighties nostalgia. And now I'm getting the same nostalgia for like early two thousands malls, mm-hmm. except you know this mall isn't exactly the same, but you know it, the stores are there and, and stuff. But I thought that was still cool. I, I still was get looking at some of, of the that. stores to see like, because uh, I saw like CVS, there was Victoria's yeah. Secret, yep, Foot Locker. Um, yeah, there was a Foot Locker. There, 
There was some place that's around now, but had the logo that it had back in like 2003, and I can't remember what it was. One of the uh, anchor stores was Target, because in the dark side of the mall where the Fungus Bros hanging out, you can kind of see like a uh, a faint Target symbol. So that must have been one Mm -hmm. of the mall's like anchor stores. So there was a subway in there. It was old Subway, was retro Panda Subway. Panda Express. Panda Express is the one that yep. I saw that I was like, that's different. That doesn't look the same as it used to, or it looks now. So Yeah, tons it was, of it was nostalgia. Cool. I was kind of bummed that there wasn't like a, a GameStop or an EB Games, because I think EB Games was still around. EB Games would have been pretty big at that time. Pretty sure so EB Games was bigger cool. than GameStop at the time. But yeah, that would have been cool. It, it, I, I agree that the whole mall thing was kind of neat. And I obviously in this time period and the situation they're in would be unbelievable to get to be in a mall for five minutes. It would be like us going to fucking space. <laughs> it would be like a whole nother kind of right. experience. And the yeah, escalator also, thing was kind of neat. Part of me kind of wants to like watch through the episode again just to see how many stores I can see. Because it would have been cool to see like a Spencer's or a Hot Topic. The Halloween store they were in, I think it I think it was a spirit Halloween. I can't remember a hundred percent, but I think that's what Probably. it was. But it, it it's kind of cool how they did it because that spirit Halloween obviously set up shop in what used to probably be a jewelry store, which mm-hmm. spirit Halloweens do that all the time. They set up in these yeah. like abandoned buildings that nobody owns anymore, so they'll lease them out for Halloween. And it also tells stuff. us that the infection must have happened close to Halloween. Because Spirit right. Halloween wouldn't be up and running except for around the months of like September and October. Yeah. Right. So just a little note to throw and in also, there. And also, I like attention to detail. This, this was a nice little touch. And I like to watch just a little, I'm kind of going off just a little bit here, but I like to watch those like a lot of urban exploration YouTubers. And mm-hmm. I always like watching them go into, you know, they go into abandoned asylums, hospitals, malls, and it's really cool seeing like the stuff that was there when people packed up and left. And some of some of it can be really eerie. So like whenever they were kind of showing different camera pans around the mall and I yeah. think it was the movie theater ticket booth that had a be back in five minutes, back in five like, minutes yeah. right there. Like stuff like that is so eerie. Cause like you can tell like <laughs> it was stuff, longer stuff, than five minutes. <laughs> stuff must've hit the fan when that person, you know, went to go take a dump or they went to, smoke a cigarette or whatever the case was and stuff happened and they never came back wasn't it like just a piece of paper i was I think thinking so, like yeah. wouldn't that get blown over and after 20 eh, years the mall probably not <laughs> i think at I some know. point something would have hit it but depends on how drafty it gets i guess the sturdy piece of paper lasted 20 years solid um so we get to see footlocker victoria's secret the victoria's secret and then showing like bath and body works i think it was because uh, Riley says, you know, they went for the stuff they needed, not for the stuff they didn't, which is kind of interesting because I would wonder if like at the initial psych, like crazy part of the apocalypse that people would be how they would react, because obviously you don't really need soap that badly <laughs> in this situation. Yes, shoes obviously would be more important, but a part of me would still expect people to s- steal a bunch of crazy expensive stuff just to do it, even though it has no use anymore. Just I maybe, just because, maybe I just think people are dumb. <laughs> well, I don't think humans are programmed for long term like that because whenever stuff like that starts happening, they're not thinking ahead like, oh, this is going to last for, you know, mm-hmm. decades or centuries or potentially throughout the rest of humanity. They don't they don't plan that. So, you know, stupid stuff that is completely irrelevant to a survival situation isn't going to be on their minds at the initial point of outbreak. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of interesting. Another way to point out different stores. You get to see the Victoria's Secret. And um, then you get to see the carousel. This was probably my favorite part of the episode, only because of the way that they shot this and the way that it was done, I thought was really, really cool. Because like you get that moment and you can see it in Ellie's eyes during this moment where she's like riding the carousel that she gets to be a kid. Right. She gets to be free for just a few minutes. And she gets this moment of like, is like, you can almost see it in her face again. Bella Ramsey is just killing it. She's still killing it, but you can see in her face, this feeling of like, 
is it okay for me to be happy? You can almost see it in her eyes. Like she's like, yeah, am I allowed to have fun? Can, can I be happy? Can I have fun? Cause this is amazing. And she's having that moment with Riley and everything. And then of course the fucking thing breaks down again. This is also a really well done scene just because of like, it makes you think, Oh shit. It's probably because of a fungus bro. They're going to die. But it's not because of fungus, bro. It just—it's just because it's an old shitty carousel. It's an old shitty carousel. Broke down twenty years ago, whenever it was still fully functional. Also, probably true. But you get this moment of like, oh, that's right. I I have to go back to life. <laughs> it's like you can see the disappointment in her face. Like, oh, I can't even have this. You know, that kind of like right. that, just like moment. I just really like that scene. I thought I thought it was really well done and and a neat little comparison shot of how the entire world kind of is at this point. So maybe that's just me, but I really thought that that scene was neat. I I don't know if it's just because of that like moment of feeling free and wondering if you're allowed to be happy and then just having that like taken away so abruptly and have to come back to reality and the shittiness. I I don't know. I thought I thought that was really really cool for me at least. Um, I think I'm trying to think which one of these happens first. It's the photo booth is next. Yeah. Well, I have, I think, I think Riley tells her about sewage detail first. Right. I, they, that, they that's that what discussion. I'm th- Yeah. Cause Riley basically t- tells her like she left because she was going to have a horrible life at Fedra. So she right. thought might as well try out the fireflies, which also kind of like you alluded to earlier, kind of craps on her whole point of the fireflies are the way to go the real truth is if she would have got a good position with Fedra, she probably wouldn't have left she was just leaving because fireflies offer her a better situation which I, I think there's a lot of like interesting comparisons happening in this in this episode when it comes to the whole fascist terrorist <laughs> kind of dynamic which is the negative way of thinking of both of the ideologies and in this uh moment more or less the real truth of it is a lot of people end up in one or the other because that was the better situation for them it doesn't really necessarily mean it works with their ideals it's just what they were either born into or what their situation really was and i think to some extent it kind of shows that here too because riley's more or less making it out like it's such a great cause but the real truth of it is she only went into it because it was a better option for her Right. her personal situation um and then they go into the photo booth and my first thought with the photo booth was uh does it really cost five dollars to do the photo booth it's expensive I as fuck. in 2003 i haven't i haven't been in a photo booth since 2009 and i don't remember how much that was i thought it was like 50 cents back then yeah i, I never i never got to do it because women but that's a different story (laughs) (laughs) life um so yeah ellie has a little bit of that romantic moment in the photo booth thing and i think there's so many different moments of this like because ellie talks about this in episode six when she says um to joel like is this all they had to worry about was like you know looking like girls and boys and trying to like uh you know, look good and wear the right skirt and right. stuff like that. And which is really it's really yeah. odd because this is that is after all of this happens. So she kind of she kind of has a slight understanding of what that would have been about. Like Yeah, she does. You know what I mean? Uh, like it, I mean this is romantic like high school, junior high right. type this is stuff, this is like what know? two teenagers would do at the mall. Like yeah. Photo booth date, world. carousel. And of course, you know, obviously in the end they do um, get romantic. So, I mean, it is interesting that Ellie would have said that in the last episode because she probably knows exactly what it's like. And she makes a comment about that at the Victoria's Secret. Like, can you believe people actually were like, you know, doing this to attract each yeah, other? It's just like a, like a G-string, like riding up a mannequin's ass. Yeah. Like, that looks really <laughs> uncomfortable. Yeah, but like, and then she has a moment where it's like pretty obvious that she does know why. She acts like she's oblivious, but like she gets it. I think she does. And I think that's what's kind of odd about her is like she's almost pretending like she doesn't understand. Like they're so dumb to have this puppy love thing going on. Does a 
does a g-string really ride up your ass that much because it was up that mannequin's ass are you like, asking me like i've worn a g-string like this is like as if i have one on right now because do i do yes how's it going it's going up my ass see i feel hard i feel like it's not i feel like if feel i good. wore a g-string my asshole is so hairy like i would be wearing it and i would go and i would take a shit and I wouldn't wipe all the poop out of my butt. Like I'd probably but miss. You some. would take the g string off, right? But here, but here's, well, yeah. But here's the problem. Okay, it's just making sure. So I poop. I wipe my butt. I probably don't do a good job wiping my butt. And then I go to put the g string back on. It rides up my ass, and my butt hairs, dry poopy butt hairs, are going to like harden and crust around the g string. So when I go to pull it down again, it's gonna like rip out all of my ass hairs. Do you think that that is a problem for everybody that wears a G-string? No. <laughs> I don't think it's a problem for anybody that wears a G-string. You just have to wipe your butt. You Got to wipe better. You don't understand. Anyways, I don't. <laughs> move on. Why would you not? Yes, I, I, I don't. My current G string is not having this problem. You must not, not get like really bad poopy buttholes, or your yeah, ass I, just isn't like super hairy. Just I'm just a really good wiper, man. I, I wipe well. Maybe I should have you wipe my ass no, whenever no, I take a shit. That's not an option. All right, we need to move on. I don't know what we were talking about at the time. We we're talking about like reflecting on why girls would wear that stuff. Yeah. And, men, and maybe boys like, like me that's right um so anyway they get out of the photo booth they uh go to the arcade which obviously is always the coolest part of the mall for me at least at least when i was a kid it these was. these still would have been around in malls in the early 2000s too yep mortal Kombat. um uh, the racing ones are always there they didn't show a ton of the different arcade things but a little part of me got a chub just seeing the freaking coin thing get broken and a billion coins fall out. Could you imagine? <laughs> I thought that was cool. Yeah. In an arcade, having a billion coins pop out like that, I would oh, just. Yeah. I I couldn't imagine a better sight. And as then, a, as a kid. And then, if you would happen to be there long enough and use up all those coins, you could literally just break into the machines and take them back out and play them again and again. If and you again. figured like, out how to do it, yeah. It would be, yeah, it would be a dream. I also like the line where Ellie's like, oh, all these useless bills. It's it's such <laughs> it's such a neat like yeah, I mean that's that's the apocalypse. And The Last of Us has done that so many times, like showing how not dumb the things are that we have, but how dumb they would be without the society that holds them up. Because they're just paper. You know, really once is. a society's gone, it's just paper. That's you know. I don't know if that it's creating that or not, but the only thing it's it the only thing it's good for is wiping your ass. <laughs> the ass which evidently I don't do good enough. I I don't know, man. I, maybe you need more money to wipe properly. But I wouldn't uh anyway, so after <laughs> as they're playing Mortal Kombat, uh we get to see a fungus bro. He's uh yeah, he's, he's just kind of fungusiding. He's, He's resting back there. Um, I don't know. He's kind of in a mushroom pod of like fungus. Yeah, he's at first it looked like he was just straight up fused into the wall. I was like, how is he gonna? Is he just gonna break himself yeah. off of that? Because kind of was... like the one in the first was it the first episode, the second episode where Joel and Tess see that? It's the first episode. Freaky one. Yeah, that's kind of the same same kind of. It uh, bro. yeah, it's just straight up. Like he's been there for a while. He's been just taking a nap there, there. there i don't know i don't know what he's been doing there but he's he's the only one there which is also kind of strange to me um that they i guess do they just do that do they just wander off on their own and fine i mean it makes sense that he's in like a nice dark spot of the mall and yeah. he's just chilling there and is that what they do they just chill in a spot and decide oh, i'm just going to kind of grow some here and that's you my know, purpose in life gonna meditate it's like fungus meditation how they meditate they just kind of chill and grow and fungus yeah, i just thought it was strange that that was just the only there was just one stray one in there that was yeah, odd i don't know me. why there's only one that that's kind of odd but you know 
maybe he killed himself in there. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe like that guy who we saw earlier that killed himself. Maybe this guy killed himself a long time ago, and he's like just he's already fungiciding. Bitten. Yeah, maybe he was already bitten. And he's like fuck this and blew his brains out. And I, I don't, I don't really the get brain, the brain. Would if have the to brain be intact, is out, yeah. I don't know what he did. Maybe he was fungiciding and he just kept getting drunk until he lost his mind. I I don't know exactly how that works, but I guess the brain has but to be intact. I like how because he kind of they they pan off into this dark spot of the mall where he's chilling, and the way that I looked at this is because at the time, Ellie and Riley were gaming in the arcade and it was really loud. And he was kind of like the cranky old fuck that was like, all right, those fucking kids waking me up from my fungus nap. Now I'm going to have to go down there and beat the <laughs> shit out of them. Nap. Like, yeah, it, I, I liked how they did that. He was just, just like a cranky old fuck. Like those damn kids having fun. I'm trying to sleep. And do you know how many times they make you think? I mean, well, I'll get you. into one of them. They, that they make you think that he's yeah. about to pop out, but he never does. And when he, he does finally does. pop out. It's not a surprise. I was expecting it to happen on the carousel, in the photo booth, in the arcade, and in the Halloween store, which that's where it inevitably happens. But like, yeah, whenever they, they were on the carousel, it's gonna happen. I was thinking that like they were gonna like spin it around and like eventually, like in the background, <laughs> he was just he was just gonna be standing there like menacingly. Uh, I thought you meant he'd be riding it too. <laughs> he'd be on one of the horses. He'd be riding it with them. Like it would come around and. They would be on one of the, yeah, yeah, it would be on one of the horses riding around. <laughs> or in the photo booth, it would like open up the curtain and like sit down. And <laughs> That's what I was thinking Taking too. pictures with them. Oh, I was thinking that. I thought <laughs> just like trapping the photo booth. They'd be fucked. That's the worst place to. That would have that would have scared the shit spiral. out of me. Like that would have <laughs> that would have terrified me in the photo booth. He just rips yeah. open the curtain and he's like, you know, especially after you. they show that there is a fungus bro that's in right. there and he still doesn't show up. He's like still taking his time. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess there's a, is there a possibility that there were two fungus bros and the one that we see is not the one who attacks him at the end because he's stuck to know. the wall? Is that possible? I didn't really I even mean, think. I, it I, did, I would but... think it. It is possible. The world's filled with fungus bros. There's a lot of fungus bros. I don't know. So maybe it was a different one. But either way, we get to see a fungus bro. Obviously, incredible makeup again. I mean, they've done, done an amazing job with the fungus bros that we've seen but they end up playing mortal Kombat, which is a very a very great yeah. game choice and it reflects back onto whenever ellie sees the mortal Kombat. um uh was it was it a poster i can't the, there's it was in the the one store that her and joel were in uh in episode three it was the uh the bill and frank episode and they're oh. in that store, and she sees... I can't remember if it's a Mortal Kombat poster or if it's another arcade mm. game that's just broken down this. and old. Yeah, it, it's kind of calling back to... Because she mentions it to Joel. She's like, oh, I think I think it was a game because I think she goes over and plays with the controls. And she's like, this game is really cool. And uh, there's a character in the game that she her fatality is she eats you and spits up your bones like she says that in episode three and we actually get to see why she knows that oh. in this episode okay so i thought i, th I, I thought that I was kind of i was like oh that's neat so that's how she knows about the whole like mortal Kombat fatality mm -hmm. stuff and uh then they kind of is this where they kind of get into their little argument kind of like the last thing that happens is that riley tells her that she has a gift uh, to get oh, her, yes, which yes. which obviously uh, comes up as a big thing in the show, which is the the no pun intended part right. two book uh, that Riley gets for, her. and obviously we've seen how much Ellie loves that book, and then is when they start to have their argument because Ellie sees all these bombs which are just kind of chilling on the, the shelf, fashioned pipe bombs. What's interesting to me is that the fireflies are camped out to some degree in that mall or they're sort of hanging out there. It looks like there. they just it looks like they just have Riley posted there for now. Yeah. I don't know I why. So. They they don't it's really go into odd. detail on that. You would but think yeah, the Fedra just... would at least check in on that place from time to time, but I mean it would be a great base of operation since 
since Fedra knows that there's no infected in there, wouldn't they want to make sure that there's no people hanging I feel out like, in there? I feel like because, it, I mean, I don't know if they would want to patrol it, but I also feel like to set up a base of operation, it would be pointless too, because it's such a big thing to try to hold down to where if something did happen, there's so many entrances and yeah, you'd have to be on like full guard duty. Yeah, I guess, but they have most of it sealed, don't they? Have at least a decent amount of it sealed. I don't it think was... you can enter from that many areas because they yeah, entered through was... like a bomb, a collapse. Area. Like it yeah, looked like collapse. it gave away, and they snuck in that way. I, I mean, I would assume the rest of the main entrances are boarded up and stuff like that. I, I really couldn't say for sure, but this is um... kind of the time uh, where I started to like Riley's character a little bit more. I don't know. There was a little bit more to her in this moment when she's talking about that she needs to leave and that she's going to be moving away, basically, and that she's just, you know, this is her trying to say goodbye to Ellie the best she could kind of thing. Right. And her kind of cool facade kind of falls down at this point um, because Ellie gets pissed at her, runs away. And then this was <laughs> once again, I don't understand yeah. these pranks. So yeah, because so Ellie gets. Oh, so you, you think this is a prank too? I thought this just happened to be. I guess she would have had to turn that thing on. Yeah, I, I think this was um, just another weird fucking prank. Like I don't get these. It's weird. Pranks. I didn't. I didn't think that was a prank. I thought it just happened to be happening. But I took it as another prank. I was like, "What the hell is wrong with this chick? Like, she's these yes. pranks are demented. <laughs> They're really demented to do, especially during." An apocalypse. <laughs> like, yeah, because fuck. Because Ellie, as Ellie's storming off, you know, being angry, she she kind of has like this, you know. Well, maybe this isn't the way to end things with my friend. So she, yeah, she ends up turning around and going back, and she starts hearing this screaming. And even mm -hmm. I'm like, oh shit! Like Fungus Bro got to Riley. Like Ellie's gonna yeah. turn the corner, and Fungus Bro is gonna be like ripping Riley's face off or putting it on as a mask or something. And they <laughs> she ends up going to the Halloween store, and it's a Halloween prop that's screaming, and it's not Riley screaming. And Riley's yeah. like, ha, ha, "Just a prank, bro." And Ellie's like, "What? The, what is wrong with you? Like, why am I friends with you?" I mean, yeah, it's, that was I didn't think of that as a prank. I thought it just happened to be happening. But yeah, now you say it, that kind of makes more sense. That's really. Demented and the and Halloween weird. store, I guess, was the, the last thing on the list of the four mm -hmm. wonders of the mall. And knowing she, Ellie's personality, that would definitely be something right. she would, yeah, she Riley would be was like, Riley was like, I think you would like this the most, so I saved the, the best for last kind of deal. Yeah. I thought that the um, the dance that they started doing with the weird masks and stuff, I thought this was so well shot. Because the way that they they was. shoot this makes you feel really uncomfortable. Like, for one, you know there's a fungus bro around. And the way that they're, like, the way it's shot, like, going like you expect, really close up, you yeah. expect that something's going to go wrong. Right, like, you, you expect them to be dancing on the counter like they are, and they, like, look over, and the fungus bro is dancing on the other counter from them. <laughs> and it's like wearing a scooby moment. They're like, <laughs> yeah, he's wearing it. Like, they all take off their masks at the end, and the fungus bro <laughs> takes off his mask, too. And they're like, they're like when did he you has... get here? It would be better if he has he a zombie them. mask on and takes it off and he's still a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> they all take their masks off. He's like, <laughs> like and then he attacks it them and bites them. It would be a total Scooby-Doo moment. Oh, oh man. Fun stuff. That. That would have been great, but that's not what happened. <laughs> I also thought for a second that I'm like, what if they like, was... break through the glass? That jewelry That's what case. I, I thought they were hinting They're at that. They, around. I'm like, are they yeah. going to break their... Are they going to kill themselves before this fungus bro even well, shows see, up? What I was thinking was going to happen at this point, because they do a camera close-up of the glass and how it's like bowing in and stuff like that. And yeah. I was like, oh shit, is like Riley going to like fall through it and really cut up her legs? And then fungus bro is going to show up? And Ellie's going to have to try to drag away. her out. I was going to be like, oh man, that's going to be rough. But mm -hmm. like, see, they do stuff like that though in the show. They do it they, a lot. They do these camera shots to where you come up with the scenario in your mind of how things can go bad, but then they don't do it. And it, I actually kind of like that to an extent because it, it makes it more unpredictable. 
Yeah, keeps you guessing. I really like how they've done that in this show, especially in a show where a lot of people know what's <laughs> coming. You know, to to keep people guessing is kind of difficult, and they've done a really good job with it in this show because I really had no idea exactly how this was going to go. But in the end, when the Fungus Bro actually does show up, like I mentioned earlier, we hear him coming a mile away, and so do they. Oh, yeah, he... No surprise at all. No. Um, but he pops up. They struggle very mightily to take him out. Um, multiple times they're pinned against the wall or pinned against the ground. Ultimately, Ellie kills it eventually with her knife, but not before they are both bitten. Yep. And this is where we come in that episode uh, with both of them kind of deciphering what they're going to do. And it's interesting that Riley basically equates, which it pretty much is, equates like killing yourself to giving up in this situation. Like, I don't care how much time I have left as a person, I'm going to enjoy every bit of it. And then before this, we forgot to mention, they do agree to actually go away together and say, screw Fedra and the Fireflies. We're just going to go do our own thing. Uh, That's a big part of this that I kind of like. They both, they both are like, all right, we have our lives figured out. Like, let's, let's, Mm -hmm. let's do this journey together. And then it's like both of the (laughs) idea. It's like both the ideologies kind of fell apart simultaneously, which I think is kind of interesting. But then they both get bitten, and it could be romantic. We lose our. I also totally skipped over the kiss. Skipped over. Yeah, they take off their masks and kiss. Yeah, which fungus bros like he's over there. He takes off his mask and he starts clapping. (laughs) He starts kissing out of his eyes. (laughs) Now he wants a kiss. He's he's very emotional about the whole thing. Like, wow, this is. (laughs) It's so nice to see young love, and now I'm going to rip both of your faces off, and then he attacks them. Well, and we saw the romance story in episode three, and it worked out. And the, once again, there's there's so many different analogies you can make here. You could. Um, there's for one, like that ends kind of in a similar way because Bill and Frank agreed to die together, and that's what Ellie and uh, Riley are doing here. Of course, we don't see how it actually ends out, but they agree to die together, more or less, lose their minds together, as Riley says. And there's just a lot of interesting comparisons between these two episodes. Um, But it's not by their choice, obviously. They don't get to choose like Frank did. No, it's not like they wanted this to happen. Yeah. And... But then it kind of ends. And we don't really yeah, the, get to know what it cuts exactly it cuts away from the flashback back to Ellie. And it looks like this entire episode, she was thinking back on this hour long flashback in just a matter of seconds. And now she's like, no, I'm not going to go to Tommy. I'm going to stay here with Joel and I'm going to try to help Joel. I'm going to try to save Joel. And if it doesn't work, then I'm at least going to get the time that I have left with Joel. Cause Joel is all she has now. She doesn't have anybody yep. else. Nope. And she starts stitching Joel together, which I seriously doubt that Ellie has any idea how to do that. So I think she would. I mean, I think you have basic idea, but I doubt she's stitched somebody together before. She may I mean, not have done it like for real, but I feel like yeah. if she was like in she has an military idea school, how to do it. Yeah. I feel like there's probably, and especially living in an apocalyptic world like this, I would assume that would have to become a basic thing that you would need to know is how to stitch up mm-hmm. a wound. So I feel like she's probably never done it physically, but I feel like she probably has a good idea of how to do it. I think that's probably fair. She probably she's has a, a decent idea, she, but still. She's tough. a smart kid. Yeah. And uh, that's essentially the end of the episode. That's where it wraps up. So, like I said, it's it's a it's a strange one. Maybe it'll make more sense to me later, but it feels like this was kind of a waste of time. Yeah, for the most part, it, it was it was boring. I did like the mall. I thought the mall was cool. It was nostalgic. Mm-hmm. Um, once again, this, this 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 doesn't mean that this is a bad show. This is still a good show. Yeah, still a very I've good seen, show. I don't even know I've if I'd seen... call it a bad episode. It just feels so it's, unnecessary. It's just why and again like there's just not a lot of the it feels weird to say but like we've only had really that one scene of a lot of violence like we see moments here and there of obvious violence but 
like other than that one scene where the bloater shows up there's there really right. hasn't been a whole lot of like conflict or i'm I mean, to, really hoping that we get to see Bros. and of course the first episode obviously had a lot i want to see another before this season's over i want to see at least one more episode with a bunch of fungus bros like in a pack together doing fungus bro things because this episode five has been my favorite episode that episode was it had everything that episode was nuts and i'm hoping that they didn't blow all their budget in that episode like i'm hoping that the season finale is a banger and we get something cool there's there's a lot still to come and i'm very curious how they're going to fit it because i think we only well we got three episodes left Thought it was I, only two. Is it only two? Oh, they're fucked. It was only nine of two. This was seven. Wow, I don't know what they're doing then. I mean, they've had hour and a half long episodes, so I mean, I guess if they do that, they could. I could, could work, but but this show does pivot away at very odd it points does. from the main plot line. Very strange. Now I think about it. All right. Well, I I guess we'll uh. But once again, we'll see what they do. Maybe Maybe it'll come together in these next two episodes, and we'll be like, ah, now it all makes sense. Uh, We're stupid. I don't know. They're geniuses. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Either way, thank you guys so much for listening or watching. I don't know which one you guys are doing, but either way, I appreciate it. If you're watching on YouTube, leave us a comment. Tell us what you think. And since we're back on YouTube after taking a week break after, that's not the point. Anyway, the point is we could have a comment for those people that made it this far into the podcast. It's a pretty long one. So what do you think? Anything comes to mind for Um, uh, something to throw into the comments? Actually, I didn't know we were going to do this, so I didn't, Uh, I wasn't really thinking of one. Fungus G string. Yeah, we can. We can. How about like poopy G string? Okay, yeah. Take it one step further and call it poopy G string. <laughs> we can do that too. Either one, or just say G string. I don't care. We'll, we'll give you credit either way. But anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please leave us a review. It's our only hope of growing on those platforms, so we would appreciate it very much. Either way, thank you so much. Like, subscribe, hit the bell for notifications, and we will talk to you next time so until next time yep until next time goodbye